around the world and coast to coast. This is the Phil Nason Show. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. I am so happy to have you here. We are back by popular demand. And I'm thrilled to be here once again, number 1,368. Yeah, that's right. 1,368 Phil Nason shows. That's incredible to me. It's even more incredible that when I decided to pack it in after 10 years, move on to some other things, so many of you wrote to me and said, Hey, man, why don't you bring back the show when you want to do it? So here I am, bringing it back. And man, I have so many great things to talk about today. All basketball, of course. All basketball. Some things happening right here, though, at the Phil Nason Show. And with me, we are sliding over to premium content. I'm looking forward to bringing you premium content. I'm also looking forward to being paid for that. And I've given out free stuff for years and years and years here. Free picks. Free DFS picks. Basically, I did a lot of people's homework. Quite a few people got paid and made some serious money. And I didn't get my cut. So now I want my cut. It's like I said on my other show, Flash Speaks, which I just started. And we'll talk about that in a minute before we get into all the hoops. If you were in Las Vegas and that pretty girl walks by and asks you if you want to drink, And you say, of course I do. And she brings it back. And you don't tip her? You will never see her again. She ain't got no time for you. See, she's trying to feed her family. So am I. And I spend a lot of time researching sports, researching this, researching that, to make your lives better, to make you money. And now it's time for me to get my cut. We're going to start that with the football season. And we are going to deliver content daily. We are also going to be doing a podcast again daily. That will be part of all the premium packages. We'll do premium chat. The whole works. The whole shebang. Because you expected that from me. And now you've got it. And I'm really happy to be here. And I got to tell you, it's so much fun to do this free pick of the week. 11 and 5. 11 and 5 in the NBA playoffs since I started a site called Flash Speaks and a show called Flash Speaks. 11 and 5 in the NBA. Okay, we're 0 and 1 in baseball, but then we just started. We'll get better at that. And I'm still offering those free. One free pick every single day. Then after that, you hit me up. Set up a time we can discuss a premium package for you that you can live with and I can live with and we're going to go out and make you money. How's that sound? My goodness, you know what? I had just opened up my laptop. I just got back from lunch. I can't believe that the Toronto Raptors fired Dwayne Casey. Dwayne Casey was just named by his peers as the NBA Coach of the Year by the National Basketball Coaches Association. And now he's been fired because they got swept by the Cleveland Cavaliers, not just this season, but last season as well. You want to hear some fun stats? How does 
minus 21.3 net rating sound to you? What about a minus 15.9 net rating? What does that say to you? Those ratings belong to DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry. They're two stars. They didn't show up against Cleveland. They usually don't show up against Cleveland. And they lose against Cleveland because those guys didn't show up. How is that Dwayne Casey's fault? How is that possible that it's his fault? Why does he lose his job? But the reality is he's probably better off. I mean, would you want to coach that? You know that they, for whatever reason, those people, those players, can't get it done? DeMar DeRozan had a 26.3 usage rate. His defensive rating was 123.4. He wasn't even the worst one. Kyle Lowry was 126.8. That's awful. That's horrific. These guys are all-stars. DeMar DeRozan's offensive rating was 100. Kyle Lowry's was 111. Fred Van Vliet, almost 120. Van Vliet was the best player on their team throughout that series. They were awful. They couldn't hit a bull in the ass with a handful of rice. They were tremendously tremendously bad in that series. And that somehow is Dwayne Casey's fault. To me, that doesn't make sense. How can that be the coach's fault? Because he didn't motivate them? They sure did pretty good. They sure did very well, actually, in the regular season. They didn't need any motivation then, did they? No, they didn't, did they? But they were awful when it counted. Listen to this. I I can't even find DeMar DeRozan here. His three-point field goal percentage was zero. (laughs) He sucked. He didn't even make a three-pointer the entire series. He only shot 2.3 of them, too. He was awful. Kyle Lowry, he wasn't much better, but at least he shot 45%. C.J. Miles, 50%. They were awful. And that somehow is the coach's fault. Now, that doesn't make any kind of sense to me. Even his peers know that he's a tremendous coach. He did a great job with the Toronto Raptors this season. It's not his fault that his team are like deer in the headlights. Seven years. Seven years he's been the coach of the Toronto Raptors. I mean, this freaky guy has to put up with Drake. (laughs) He has to put up with these egos. And the reality is, adios. 59 regular season victories. Franchise record season. Beat the Wizards four games to two. In six of their seven seasons under Casey, they had record improved. 
Are you kidding me? If Dwayne Casey can't do that for that team, he can't take them to the next level. And he did take them to the next level. He took them to the highest level he possibly could have. But his players just couldn't get it done. DeMar DeRozan shouldn't even be able to look in the mirror today. He should be ashamed of himself. But fortunately for Dwayne Casey, he's going to move on to other coaching gigs. Whereas DeMar DeRozan gets to stay in Toronto and chuck bricks when it matters most. I tell you what, I'll be right back. You're listening to the Phil Nason Show. The final four of the NBA. This has been a long season, hasn't it? And I got to tell you, I've enjoyed every bit of it. I'm especially enjoying these uh, playoffs. I'm enjoying watching teams fight, really fight. Disappointed that Utah didn't make it. If they don't lose Ricky Rubio in the Oklahoma City Thunder Series, Utah beats Houston. I think Houston's a paper tiger. I don't believe they're going to come through. But we'll talk about that at the end of the show. Cleveland. Boston, part two. My goodness. You got the same two teams, but not the same two teams. You've got, what, four guys from last season's team on the Celtics, four returning players, and you've got five returning Cleveland Cavaliers. That's it. Everything else is brand new. Cleveland had two brand new teams this season. Boston's had one. This is going to be a very good series. I don't think it's going to last long, but I think it's going to be a very good series. Jason Tatum. You know, people are talking about the rookie of the year, and they've got Ben Simmons' name out there, and they had Donovan Mitchell's name out there, and that's for the whole regular season. It really were, were was, whatever, those two guys. But if we had to make that vote today, I bet you Jason Tatum gets it. Jason Tatum has been what the Celtics have needed the entire season. When they needed him to come through in a big way, he came through. He's leading the Celtics. He is leading this storied franchise and led them to a date with LeBron James. And he has really played well, very well. When you talk about guys like DeMar DeRozan getting scared after all these years, Jason Tatum doesn't look scared at all. You know who else doesn't look scared? Terry Rozier. I want to tell you something right now. Danny Ainge is a clever guy. He's got these two young guys who he has their bird rights. Terry Rozier is about to become a restricted free agent. Jason Tatum is still in his rookie season. What do you want to bet? Danny Ainge is already thinking. I can get to the finals of the Eastern Conference with these guys. What do I need Kyrie Irving for? What do I need Gordon Hayward for? What do I need most? I already have two more than capable replacements on a roster who are only going to leave because he says so. Kyrie Irving's going to be gone after next season. He'll be a free agent. 
We don't know what Gordon Hayward's going to be like. Danny Ainge is known for pulling the plug on folks. He's loyal to two things in his life, his family and the Celtics. He's not loyal to any of those guys. Ask around. They'll tell you. Don't be surprised if the Boston Celtics make a move. They might not be able to do it right away because, you know, people are going to want to see that these guys can play. But you're not going to keep Terry Rozier on the bench. And you're going to have to pay him to keep him. You're not going to pay him the kind of money he's going to fetch on the open market as a restricted free agent and have him sit behind Kyrie Irving. Certainly aren't. And what are you going to do with Jason Tatum? Okay, you could probably move Gordon Hayward to the shooting guard. Probably could. But why would you do that? Why would you do that? He's done more than a good job. He's a three. He really is. He's done more than a good job as a three his entire career. He's not a two. More importantly, Gordon Hayward hasn't led anybody anywhere. You've got this rookie who has. And they've played well. And Al Horford has done very good. I know that Atlanta Hawks fans hate him. But they shouldn't. Don't hate on him. He's having a good series. He's having a great playoff series. He's doing his best to lead these young fellas. He's got, he is leading three players with less than two years NBA experience into the Eastern Conference Finals. That's pretty good for him. 17 points a game is pretty good for him. Nearly nine rebounds. It's pretty good for him. They've also had good contributions from Marcus Smart. And Marcus Morris. And Aaron Baines. This is a pretty good team. Semi Ojalele did a very good job in, ser- in the first series of the playoffs. Guarding Giannis Antetokounmpo. What do you want to bet you see Semi guarding uh, LeBron James? I wouldn't put it past Brad Stevens at all. And what about the Cleveland Cavaliers? LeBron James is averaging almost a triple-double. He's got nine and a half rebounds, nine assists, almost 35 points a game, almost two steals, almost a block or over a block. They don't have anyone on that team that can stop LeBron James. They Nobody does. No one in the NBA has that except for perhaps the Golden State Warriors. Perhaps it's Andre Iguodala. Perhaps Kevin Durant. But outside of that, there ain't nobody stopping him in the East. Kevin Love's been up and down. Yet he's averaging a double-double. If he ever gets on track, if he ever gets on track, look out, he's only shooting 38% from three. He's only taken five shots or less from three per game. They need more than that from him. Kyle Korver. Kyle Korver. Everyone writes him off. Oh, yeah, he's slow. He's old. He's this. He's that. He's the third leading scorer on this basketball team, and he's averaging almost three triples a night. J.R. Smith averaging nearly two and a half triples a night. These guys are putting in work when it counts. Y'all wrote them off too quick. 
You really did. There's not a single player on the Boston Celtics that they should fear. The Boston Celtics are not going to outscore the Cleveland Cavaliers if it comes down to that. If it becomes a defensive battle, perhaps Boston wins this series. But it's not going to because the Boston Celtics don't have a single player that can stop either Kevin Love or LeBron James. Slow them down? Yes. Stop? No. And that's the tough spot. The only edge that the Boston Celtics have on the Cleveland Cavaliers is the coaching. Brad Stevens has done a marvelous job once again. My hat's off to him. I applaud him. I no longer crack on him. He's earned my respect. He's a top five coach. His players love him. It's kind of surprising that he didn't get a single vote from his peers. But maybe they figure, you know what? He's a young guy. He'll be around a lot longer. Maybe they're jealous like Charles Barkley says. Who knows? But there's no ifs, ands, or buts. He's the best coach on the floor in that series. Will that make a difference? It could. Tyron Lewis is there for the side. He's just there to stand up and yell. What he yells, who knows? We all know who the coach is for the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's not Tyron Luke. So what we have here, we have this best of seven series beginning on Sunday, 3.30 Eastern time. ABC is your channel. Cleveland Cavaliers in five. That's what I've been hearing. I think Boston steals a couple games, maybe three of them. But at the end of the day, Cleveland Cavaliers in seven. All right, I'll tell you what, I'm going to take a break and I'll be right back. You are listening to The Phil Nason Show. All right, we're back, wrapping up another Phil Nason Show, number 1,368. I want to remind you of something. You want to click the link, the Bovada link on my site at philnasonshow.com. You want to click that link on the Bovada image or the Bovada link in the show notes here or at flashspeaks.wordpress.com. Guys are getting great deals, great bonuses because they are using that link, that promotional link to sign up with. You want a great bonus, that's where you're going to get it. I do appreciate it when you do too because they give me a little something too. And that's really nice of you to do. And I hope that you continue to do that because I'm going to make you money because that's what the Flash does. The Flash makes you cash and we all know it. Now, here's the deal. We've got what probably could be the most exciting series possibly even in NBA history when you have Houston and Golden State. Yeah, it could be. Or it could be a dud. It really could be a dud. Chris Paul in his very first conference final. Can you believe that? The point guard, everyone likes to call him. He finally got there. He couldn't do it with other with two other All-Stars when he was in the world of the Clippers. And don't forget he had Jordan Crawford coming off the bench, the sixth man of the year three times in a row. He couldn't do it with any of those guys, but he's doing it with the Houston Rockets. And the reason? Because he's got an MVP candidate saddling up right next to him. That's right, James Harden, who has been electric in these playoffs. 
He had a tough time in Utah. But most people do because they play defense. Harden's averaging over 30 points or nearly 30 points a game in the playoffs, along with almost eight assists and probably, what, five or six rebounds. He's rolling. More importantly, he's averaging almost three steals a game. So he may not be the best defender, but he's in the right spot a lot of the times at the right time. And then you got Chris Paul who's averaging over 20 points a game. He has less assists, less steals, less blocks, and a look, maybe a rebound more than James Harden. But then he plays probably, what, two minutes less? Clint Capella. Did you see him throwing shots in the Utah series? I think he had, what, six shots, six block shots in the fourth quarter of game four? What the f- Wow. I mean, this kid has really turned into a very good basketball player. He should be an all-star perhaps next year. For sure, he should be on the all-defensive team. But just how much is he going to be, or how much of a factor is he going to play in this series when the Golden State Warriors bust out their Hamptons five? You know, Andre Iguodala, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green. Their death lineup, their small ball lineup. Click Capella is probably not going to play a lot during that time. More than likely, they're going to have to go small to counter them. Bring in maybe Eric Gordon, PJ Tucker is another one they'll use in that situation. That's the problem that Houston has. You know, the thing about Houston is they shoot a lot of threes, dudes. They averaged almost 40, they averaged over 40 of them in the regular season. And they're averaging nearly 40 attempts. And they're making 35% of them a little bit better than what they did during the regular season. Mike D'Antoni's done a fantastic job with this team. Fantastic job with this team. Unbelievable job with this team. How he's been able to mesh these guys together, fantastic job. Gerald Green, they brought him out of, off the, off his couch. And he's had a pretty good series. He's had a good run this season. Joe Johnson plays a little bit. Nene Hilario still plays a little bit. Luke Mabamut. Yeah, I think his season got messed up when he got hurt and he kind of just fell out of the rotation. Ryan Anderson is another one. Who knows what he's what his problem really is? He's been horrific at home this season. Essentially, what the Rockets are are James Harden, Chris Paul, and Clint Capella, with a little extra from Eric Gordon and whoever gets hot at the right time. Maybe it's Trevor Ariza or P.J. Tucker. But that's who they are. During the playoffs. This Houston Rockets team is the second best team in the playoffs in defensive efficiency, 102.1. That's fantastic. But then you got to remember who they played against. Okay, let's keep in mind who they played against. Utah kind of kept things going pretty slow. They're also missing Ricky Rubio. Prior to that, they played Minnesota. Minnesota gave them all they could handle. Houston's even playing a little bit slower. Less than 99 possessions per 100. 
to, or I should say 99 possessions per game, make it easier for you. They're a good team, and they've deserved to be the number one seed. They are the home court team. And then you have to look at the Golden State Warriors. It's unfair what they really have. When you think about it, they have four Hall of Famers in Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. Four Hall of Famers. If you take Steph Curry off any other playoff team, they don't advance. But yes, Steph Curry missed the entire first round and they still advanced. And why? Because Kevin Durant picked up the slack. That's why. Because Clay Thompson can pick up the slack. Listen to these scoring averages for these playoffs. In four games, Steph Curry, 24.5 points a game. In 10 games, Kevin Durant, 28 points a game. Clay Thompson, 21.2. Draymond Green has lifted his scoring up, and he's averaging a double-double, nearly a triple-double. People forget and don't pay attention. Draymond Green is the engine that drives this train. And that's a freaking locomotive. And they're just clicking into four gears. Did you see game four in that New Orleans series? When Steve Kerr busted out that Hamptons 5 unit, they call themselves. They throttled that team. They blew them out in their own barn. They said, F you, Anthony Davis. Who cares about you, Drew Holiday? Rondo who? That was not a bad team there. They destroyed them in game four and broke their will. That's what this team can do to you. Break your will and break it in a hurry. Foul trouble, you say? No problem. Somebody gets ejected? No problem. Somebody gets suspended? No problem. We still have more. Defensively? They were the best defense in the NBA and are the best defense in the playoffs, 99.3. Offensively, Houston's the best at 111. Golden State's fourth at 108.8. This is going to be a battle of wills. Golden State's also playing probably at the fastest pace, or one of them, the fastest pace of any of the surviving teams, over 101 possessions. That's fast. That's fast. That's really fast. Houston has the home court advantage. Golden State has a star-studded lineup. Coaching, you've got Steve Kerr, who's got a couple championship rings. In fact, he even brought that up in the presser. They talked about this. They talked about that. Houston is this. Houston is that. Steve Kerr said, that's okay. We have rings. And that's where the rubber's going to meet the road. Golden State's going to win this series in six games. All right, you know what? That's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Phil Nason Show. Man, it was so great to be back with you today. So much fun to be back with you. I have another show called Flash Speaks. It's a little different than this one. I get a little more fired up. You can hear that every Monday. 
You can find it at philnasonshow.com. You can also find it at flashspeaks.wordpress.com. Don't forget to hit those Bovada links. Don't forget to take advantage of the free play. If you want premium content from me delivered personally to you, all you have to do is send me an email or call me. My number is on the site. All right, until next time, you all take care of yourselves. Be good. And most importantly, Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.